Welcome back to the Boozy Bracketology, where we are the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name is Marissa. I'm going to be your host tonight as we delve back into this bracket, the best Halloween candy. With us tonight, we've got a great group to make these tough decisions, so let's find out how they're doing and what they've got in their cup tonight. Mike. Hi, Marissa. Let's see if that this pop the pop never comes through anyway. So on the on the bottle, so I don't even know why I bother. Uh, this is a bottle, uh, not a not a can, so it doesn't get that nice opening sound. But I did pop the bottle. Um, last time I broke for, I broke from my plan to have pumpkin beers throughout this br- uh, bracket, but I decided that this time I was going to bring the pumpkin. Uh, this is I got an I got an Elysian mix pack. I know Elysian is you know owned by Budweiser and whatever. What what can I say? I'm a corporate whore, but their beers are actually pretty good. And this is their Dark of the Moon Pumpkin Stout. I think it's a really good beer. Uh, I am doing well. I'm excited to make some picks. And uh, as always, happy to hang out with everybody here. And I'm very curious to see how a couple of these go. <sighs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and throw it. Right over to Brandon, who we didn't manage to scare off last time. <laughs> you did not. Had a great time. And I'm looking forward to uh, continuing that tonight. So I'm drinking, I've never had this before, uh, Surf Raw Candy Shandy out of the Pontoon Brewery. Ooh. Out nice. of Georgia. Yeah. So let's see how this is. Surf Raw Candy. Oh, Yeah. That's smooth. Really smooth. A good little bite to it, even. Hmm. I like that. Doesn't taste like candy. No, kids. Do not drink, kids. <laughs> uh, but it tastes really, really good. Nonetheless, thematically appropriate, though. So we approve. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, no children are listening to this. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> Don't have this on with your kids in the car. Like, seriously. <laughs> we, we put the explicit tag on for a reason. Mm-hmm. We're very nice people, but. This is when we we most a lot of us have kids, and this is when we don't want to have to watch our language. Exactly, I agree. They're all asleep. You all watch your language. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, story time. You've already cursed more than any of us. I'm sorry. Very, very, very brief story time. Uh, Me and my wife watched uh, the train wreck uh, Woodstock '99 documentary last night. Yeah, and we were talking about it a little bit this morning. And Nikki goes, she goes, yeah, you know. I kind of forgot how douchey the 90s were. And then I'm like, well, yeah, they were pretty douchey. But, you know, let's be honest, it's still pretty douchey. And then all of a sudden, my four-year-old goes, what's douchey? And I'm just like, oh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we go back to the fact that you watched the the, the 99 Woodstock documentary with your four-year-old in the room? No, 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 no. This was the next day. We watched it the night before, and then we were discussing it the next day. I have seen that documentary. It was intense. She does not need to see that much of Flea. No one needs to see that much of Flea. Oh, my God. I was supposed to be at Woodstock 99, so it was a, it was a crazy experience. I remember watching anyway. on pay-per-view. I do remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Please, please get us back on track, Marissa. <laughs> I'll try my best. Let's go ahead and throw it on over to Leah. What's you, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, MG, I'm glad you asked. I am drinking a nice, big... <laughs> that was awesome and that deserves more credit that deserves more credit that was well done um one big cup of water that's it um i feel like i'm losing my voice here so um i'm trying to chug a little bit of water so you guys don't have to hear my raspy voice this whole time 
but yeah, I'm glad to be here. Who did I write down next? Oh, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) So easily forgotten. Indeed. I would never. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're not Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, what's in your cup tonight? Who's that? Um, Well, I, uh, joining along with Leah, am starting to lose my voice. And uh, so I'm actually also uh, chugging some water. However, mine's not from the bathroom. Mine is actually from the the from the Alps. Mountain water from the Alps. I got a, a nice can of liquid death here. Oh, fancy. Nice. Because I like to spend too much money on water. This is true. <laughs> and last but not least, and I promise not to forget him, Chris. Marissa making promises she can't keep. Here we go. Uh, that was a pop. That was. Uh, so last time I checked in with some bakers, at like I think it was like 107 proof. I went a little bit lighter this time, y'all. This is a bottle of Jack Daniels Single Barrel from Kenny's Liquor here in uh, in Riverview. I think they're in Riverview, uh, Florida. Uh, soon to be, if this hurricane comes, Ocean View, Florida. But we're going <laughs> to move right along. Uh, this bottle checks in, if I'm not mistaken, at... Who 132 proof. Oh, goodness. Oh, so yes, when you said Chris. you were going lighter, you were lying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, 132 proof. Uh, I'm a, Jesus, I'm a Louisa's Jack Daniels is my entry into whiskey. This is one of their single barrels. I like Jack Daniels. And uh, at this point at this, uh, this uncut point, this is like damn near uh gasoline, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty much. Eh, it's almost 151. Oh, nope. oh, it's so good though. Never again. Yeah. Oh, no, one, never again. One, no. Everyone has that one that one liquor. So apparently, one fifty one. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. One fifty one is one of mine. I have a few. Oh, that is that is really good. All right, I'm. That's gonna be a good night. Let's go. Now that we know what everyone's drinking tonight, let's go ahead and dive right on in. We're gonna head into our play-in games, and we've got our first three-way. We've got Nestle Crunch. Going up against 100 grand versus Mr. Goodbar, Mike. Well, yeah, you know how um, you think uh, a particular pairing is going to go and then somebody springs a spontaneous three-way on you and it forces you to reconsider your opinion. Um, That's really not this. Uh, I do think that all three of these are very good. Uh, none of these are ones that I feel particularly disappointed about. If I'm reaching, if I'm reaching into a random bucket of Halloween candy or a pillowcase or whatever, and I pull out one of these, I'm fine. I'm not disappointed. I might be the lone person on this one, um, and I'm okay with that. I like a hundred grand. I like it a lot. I like the ricey crunch. I like the uh, I like the caramel. I like I like the chewiness of it. It's one that. I only recently discovered, uh, and it's because of uh, the whole thing where we buy like three full things of Halloween candy to give out. Uh, we buy it. We buy it. It's like the 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 bag that they sell at Costco, and so we buy we buy like three of those because because we didn't know okay how many kids we're going to gauge Halloween, and we usually end up going through like a bag and a half, and so we have a bag and a half of those candies left over, and it's a bunch of things, and it includes things like almond joy and Twix, which we previously discussed, and it includes how hundred grand. And I've recently discovered how much I like hundred grand. Um, I'd probably rank them if I'm honest. Of these three, I'd probably rank them hundred grand, Mister Goodbar, Nestle Crunch. Um, 
but I like all of them. But hundred grand's gonna get my vote. Hundred grand picking up a point, Brandon. I love a crunch bar. Big crunch bar, small crunch bar. Usually Halloween will have the little mini mini size. And I see that in my bag. I'm so happy. Crunch bar all the way. Crunch bar picking up a point. Leah. So I've had a jar of mixed uh, Halloween candy in my office that I filled up, you know, maybe two weeks ago. I start early. Um, and for one week and six days, I've had three Mr. Good Bars sitting idly in that jar. No one will touch it. And I'm around teenagers all night long. They'll eat anything. Um, I offer it to everyone who comes in and no one wants it. Uh, so this playing game for me is really between the 100 gram grand bar, which I like, and the crunch bars, which I love. Um, and I think the Halloween version, which is like the mini version of the crunch bars, are actually better than the larger versions. So I think they're perfect in their bite-sized form. So I'm going to go with Nestle Crunch all the way. Nestle Crunch picks up its second point. Jeff. Yeah, this is a uh, this is an easy one because I think um, where where Mike got it wrong is that you you see these three in your bag, and there's one that you're not going for. Um, we've already established that Hershey's chocolate is awful. I think we can all agree. Uh, everyone knows this. Um, but Mr. Goodbar is just Hershey's chocolate where someone was eating a handful of peanuts and a couple of them dropped in. It almost seems like an afterthought. There's not enough peanuts in there to make it really peanutty. It's just kind of there for a random crunch in the middle of an awful chocolate. Um, crunch has its place. It's not bad. But what 100 grand is, is just a better crunch. Um, you, you take the crunch and then you add even better things to it. Uh, I think a hundred grand is actually a very viable option here. Um, unfortunately, it's going against a one seed, but it, it definitely deserves to be in this game. Ooh. We're tied up, Chris. Just vote for Mr. Goodbar to make things crazy. <laughs> Please, I've got a good one-liner I would like to use. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the one-liner now before I disappoint everybody. Right. <laughs> Uh, so Leah, first and foremost, I like Mr. Goodbar. Feel free to bring those bad boys home. Oh, I will. We're gonna need some food to eat when this hurricane comes through. I mean, damn, <laughs> no, I'm in the health here. Uh, y'all are right. This is not a three horse race, this is a two horse race. Now, I'll eat a Mr. Goodbar. I actually like Mr. Goodbar. I did not know it was Hershey's chocolate. Hey, it's fine. I'm not a big chocolate guy, but the peanut, peanuts I do like. This comes down to two, and where, where I'm going with this is something that's gonna end up with me getting divorced. But there was a time when Nestle's cr Nestle Crunch, not Nestle's Crunch. See, Mike, see what you did there? You have me saying Nestle's Crunch. Oh, did I do that? Did Usually I do I'm the pedantic one. Damn. That's true. It's the alcohol. It's got me switching bodies. There's going to be a freaky mm -hmm. Friday kind of thing here. But uh, what I keep coming back to is there was a point in time when Nestle Crunch added a caramel layer. They had a, they had a, it was called Crunch with Caramel. I don't know if they were doing it for Halloween, but they definitely did a Nestle Country Caramel. I, I tried it once. And damn, it was no 100 gram bar. The 100 gram bar is, is different. I genuinely enjoy that. Like, I, I seek out 100 gram bar when I see it. Um, the fact that it didn't get a whole lot of love was shocking, but it's not a really popular candy. But I don't understand why, because it's delicious. It's got a crisp, it's got the caramel, it's got good chocolate. I am all in a 100 gram bar. And 100 grand. Wins the wins the plan. Our second oh. plan. 
So what, did did I just got a question in in the first ever Boozy Bracketology three way? Mister Goodbar just ended up kind of getting shoved off the bed. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, there? yeah, he <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. get it in. Yep. He was handed the camera and told to get in the closet. You're right, exactly. <laughs> Oh and then have the hundred grand to get a be a part of it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't afford the buy-in. Nope, couldn't afford the buy-in. Our second plan for this half of the bracket is Airheads versus Twizzlers. Brandon. This is a really interesting one. I mean, actually, no, it really isn't. I'm not a big fan of Twizzlers. But Airheads... They're god-awful for your teeth. They're terrible for you. But the amount of flavors there are, I've always enjoyed Airheads. Keep it going. And I think it could go a little bit further, to be mm. honest. Mm. Airheads picks up its first point. Leah. So I actually am a big fan of Airheads. It's pretty much my only exception to my no-chewy candy rule. Um, cherry is my favorite, obvi, but I also like their white mystery flavor. Um, I do understand that people are really gaga for Twizzlers. Um, and if you give me the choice between like red Twizzlers versus black lic- licorice, that's pretty much the only way that I will have a Twizzler. Um, but I will never choose to eat one over eating an Airhead. So for its flavor, I'm going to go for the Airheads. Airheads picks up its second point. Jeff. I just love that Leah uh, professed her love for airheads and then used Obvi and Gaga in the sentence. Obvi. <laughs> <laughs> here, here I thought she was just a fan of Chris. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no place in my life for an airhead. Uh, Twizzlers is a go-to candy if there ever was one. Um, my only issue with this, and it's a bit semantic with the fact that this is a uh, Halloween candy bracket is the fact that the Twizzlers that you do get on Halloween are a little disappointing in the fact that you only get one small little chunk. Um, other than that, I still don't think there's any reason that I would never ever vote for Airheads over Twizzlers. So Twizzler all the way. Twizzlers picking up a point. Chris. One of my favorite episodes of Parks and Rec. Actually, no, I can't even say that. But one episode that's memorable to me of Parks and Rec is the episode where Leslie and Ben get engaged and they have the engagement party and Ben's parents show up and there's a giant fight because his da- his father's dating some young hussy and his mom still hasn't gotten over it, yada, yada, yada. And to break the tension, Leslie Nope is carrying around a jar of Twizzlers. Attention, <laughs> she offers his very straight-laced father a Twizzlers and he looks her dead in the eye and goes, we're a Red Vines family. And that really struck me because I really wanted this to be Red Vines versus Twizzlers. Then I realized that nobody eats Red Vines because they're freaking nasty. With that being said, Twizzlers, if I get that in my bag versus an Airhead, I'm not throwing the Twizzler away because, like, I'm going to eat the Twizzler at some point. But I'm going for the Airhead first. Airhead's a better candy. It's unique. It's, it's for me, it's, I don't, I will not go out there and actively seek out Airheads. In like my everyday life, I'm if I want, if I'm in the mood for a candy bar, I'm not grabbing an Airhead. But for Halloween, that one time a year, an Airhead might just hit the spot. Airheads for me. Airheads picks up the win, but we still need to find out what Mike's opinion is. Airheads, 
does not get enough love. I mean, you're talking beyond Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, and Adam Sandler as the main group. You also have Chris Farley, Joe Montana, Michael Richards. We're talking about Halloween candy. I'm sorry. Um, but no, Airheads is going to beat Twizzlers here. Twizzlers, I've, they've always tasted a little like plasticky to me. I don't know. They're, I've just never really, I've never really dug them. Airheads, it it's not my favorite, but I'll tell you I'll tell you right now. My daughter actually just had the blue raspberry airhead earlier today, and she really dug it. And I'm going to trust the opinion of a four year old over my dumbass, much older than four opinion. So I'm going to give Airheads my vote here. Twizzlers avoids the sweep. We've got Airheads moving on, and we're going to take us back to the top of this bracket on the second half. We've got plain M and M's versus the plain winner of a hundred grand leah so honestly you can't go wrong with plain m&ms um i feel like they're good room temperature they're good if you uh put them in the freezer for a little bit and then want a little snack later it's all good so i'm gonna go with the m&ms here m&ms picks up a point jeff well here's the thing plain m&ms are not good they're not. I don't understand the infatuation with plain M&M's. There is a weird outer candy coating that is too much compared to the little bit of weird chocolate you get on the inside. Plain M&M's are the worst version of M&M. Now, there has to be some respect given because if without plain M&M's, there wouldn't be all the, the other better flavor of M&M's that are out there. But plain M&M's are a passable candy. I mean, they're... To me, I don't see how they're a one seed other than the fact that they're M&Ms and everyone knows what an M&M is. If I want something interesting and good, I'm 100% going to grab a 100 grand bar over a pack of M&Ms any day, any day. I don't know that I will be able to vote for M&Ms at any point in this, but for now, I'm going to give it to 100 grand. 100 grand ties it up. Chris. Oh, God, I hope that couch is comfortable because I'm not an M&M fan. Um, he had the one good song. He won an Emmy, which is great. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm taking your bit. My apologies. <laughs> lose yourself. No, I'm going to lose myself in the candy aisle because I'm going to be looking for the 100 grand bar because 100 grand bar is really genuinely a good candy bar. It's a candy bar I only get for usually for Halloween. I don't even get them anymore because like, I'm 40 years old. I don't get to go on trick-or-treating, which sucks, by the way. Sucks. If anyone needs candy bars, it's a parent. It's not the kids. 100 grand bar gets my vote. 100 grand takes the lead. Mike. Yes, please please send it over to the real Slim Shady. Like, my initials are M and M. So if anybody has authority to discuss this, it'd be me. Look, Chris and Jeff are right. Plain M&M is not the best M&M. I actually had a, a conversation just earlier today with, a fr- with my friend Alan. It wasn't even re- in regards to this bracket. It just came up spontaneously, and he disagrees with me on this, but... He his favorite is the plain M M&M, and M, and I'm like, all right, man. Uh, I can't believe you're sober, but okay, please continue talking. Um, no, I, I all respect for M and M's. You know that as as Jeff said, the plain M M&M and M existed for a long time and paved the way to the future M and M's that were far better. I actually think um, the whole, I could be wrong, but I think the whole plain M&M thing started, the whole it melts in your mouth, not in your hand thing started as it was like a candy f- given during as rations 
during during World War II, I believe, because that was the whole thing about they wanted to come up with a candy that wouldn't melt that soldiers could still enjoy. Total respect for that. Right now, if I'm reaching in, if I'm staring down a brown bag of plain M&Ms or a nice little red 100 grand bar, I'm grabbing that 100 grand every time. 100 grand gets my vote. We've got a huge upset. 100 grand is going to win this round, but we still need to hear from Brandon. So it's all in the name. It's plain. It's boring. Um, Peanut butter M&Ms, I actually love. The mint M&M's, not bad, not bad. Um, if this was Nestle Crunch Bar, which it should have been, oh, yeah. this would have been, I would have said just right away, it's all about Nestle Crunch. It's not, but you know what? A hundred grand, that's a lot of money. hundred grand, I'd be taking it. Oof. Moving on. hundred grand moves on, and our next matchup is your eight seed of Double Bubble. Versus the nine seed blow pops, Jeff. Yeah, so I think um, I, I don't know if I'm an outlier here or not, but to me, I don't think gum belongs in Halloween candy. I don't know if that's a, a crazy thought, but that just doesn't it doesn't fit. Halloween candy is a a quick little jolt of happiness that you can take and enjoy for a quick moment. Um, Double Bubble and Blow Pops, they have their place. I mean, Double Bubble, I spend lots of time down in the baseball field. Double Bubble belongs there. Double Bubble is perfect for that. Um, I, I think that that might be the only uh, the only place, really, that you should have Double Bubble. Because other than that, it's still not even a great gum. Um, blow Pops at least offer something in a a bit of variety you can have different flavors you've got the candy then you get to the awful gum on the inside but at least you get multiple things um i actually uh, i will say something i actually think that the candy on blow pops is better than the uh the tootsie pops that we had voted on previously i think it's a better candy um closer to what you would say a jolly rancher which as we know uh moved on in the last show um i know that this is technically an upset based on our uh, quality of uh, ranking here, but Blow Pops is going to get my vote. Blow Pops picking up a vote. We are moving on to Chris. So help me God, if you're voting for freaking Double Bubble, get the hell off this podcast. This is Blow Pops. This isn't close. Blow Pops all the way. Mike. Oh, Lord help me. I'm agreeing with Jeff and like somewhat consistently so far in this bracket. This is, I, I'm, man, I, either either the beers I've been drinking have just been that good or I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I, this is, it, Jeff said it, this is the bubblegum matchup and bubblegum as a Halloween candy leaves a lot to be desired. Like it is, it's yeah, Halloween candy is something you want to enjoy fairly quickly and then, dis- and then discard. And I, at least as a kid, I was that guy and I, Kids, if you're listening, first of all, I'm sorry. But second of all, like, don't don't do this. But when I was a kid, I would chew like the same chew on the same piece of gum for like seven days. Did anybody do this? You chew on the gum all day and then you leave it on your on your nightstand and then keep chewing it the next day. Was I the only one? Oh, oh God, I'm no. such a kid. Okay. Dude. 
All right. All right. All right. Well, Kids, now that we've we established- have counselors on standby, it's fine. Yep. Now that we've established that little weird factoid about me, <laughs> I'm going to agree. Also, uh, with what Jeff said, again, is that the, the, the advantage of blow pop is that it's a two for one. You get the lollipop and then you get the bubble gum on the end. If you don't want, if you don't want the, if you want your Halloween candy to be ephemeral, you can kind of just chew on the bu- the bubble gum a little bit and float and throw it away. You've still gotten that lollipop, which again, as Jeff said, stealing all my points, Jeff, but it's actually a better lollipop candy than the Tootsie Pop. Maybe we'll discuss that more later. I don't think either of those are going to get that far. We'll see, but for now, yeah, Blow Pop gets my vote. Blow Pop is going to be moving on, but we still need to hear from Brandon and Leah. Brandon. I agree with Jeff. I think if this was a matchup between Tootsie Pop and Blow Pop, Blow Pop, it's a damn good lollipop. It's a good lollipop. The flavors are all around, and you get gum in the middle. Okay. Lollipops, it's a good, Blow Pop's a good move on. It's moving on. Leah. Well, double bubble is just gross. Um, it's way too thick for a bubble gum. And depending on the flavor of Blow Pop you get, which I'm team cherry, um, they're really good too. You get the candy, you get the gum. I'm going with Blow Pop. Team Apple. Oh, green apple is good too. Sour apple. Sour apple. It's great. Grape. It's all about Hey, it. there we go, Jeff. <laughs> if I want grape, I'm drinking wine. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I want corn, so I'm having whiskey. There you go. He's a freak on a leash. It's corn. (laughs) No. Okay. We watch too much YouTube. Uh, (laughs) Woodstock 99. (laughs) Blow Pop is moving on. And our next matchup is Hershey Bars at a number five seed versus Kit Kat in the 12th seed. Chris. I don't want to steal Jeff's thunder here. Um, <laughs> there's a Hershey bar that I genuinely love, and I, if I want a candy bar during the during the week or you know during non Halloween season, I might go pick it up. And that's the Hershey Cookies and Cream bar, which is amazing. It's a phenomenal candy bar. The issue with that is that Hershey sells all their bars in like random packaging, so. There's about a one out of three chance you're only going to get a cookies and cream bar. There's a one out of three chance you're going to get regular chocolate. And I think the other one they have is the regular, is basically the Mr. Good bar with almonds, right? It's the the almond, whatever, Hershey with almonds. Of those, I don't want those two. Leave those, leave those the hell alone. A freaking Kit Kat. First off, it is almost like getting half a candy bar because you're getting two sticks instead of just one, usually. Uh, and the Kit Kat is delicious. You get that nice little wafer with covered in what I think is good chocolate. I will seek out a Kit Kat. If you're having those two at the grocery stand, I'm having a definite conversation in my head about, do I want white chocolate? Do I want a Kit Kat? Which one am I going to get? But given that there's only a one out of three chance of me getting a cookies and cream Hershey bar, I'm going Kit Kat all the way. As a former chocolatier, I have so many issues with the statement that Hershey that Kit Kat has a good chocolate on it. But we're not here for my opinions. Mike? I'm not a former chocolatier. uh, And I don't share Jeff's disdain for Hershey chocolate. I don't think that I have a refined enough palate to... Honestly, very much like Leah, other than that even as a 10-year-old, I had an affinity for coconut. I I probably have the palate of about a 10-year-old. And I do do agree with Chris. The Hershey cookies and cream... 
is one that I genuinely enjoy. I also like their special dark. Um, I like the, I like the almond. I like them all. Um, but all that being said, if I'm looking into a bag of Halloween candy, and again, this is kind of how we make so many of our choices, right? If I can choose between column A or column B, what am I going to pick? If I see basically any variety of Hershey bar and it's sitting next to a Kit Kat, I'm grabbing that Kit Kat. Before I officially cast my vote, though, can we all agree that those who do not break them apart and eat them as two separate uh, single long bars, but take a bite into it as if it's a single thing are monsters? Can we can we agree upon that? Like, I know there's there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. There's a wrong way to eat a Kit Kat. And that's it. Yeah. I just described it. Break you them apart. Okay. You really yeah, break I, apart. I don't, Chris. I don't want to know how you eat anything. But Kit Kat's going to get my vote. <laughs> Kit Kat picking up its second vote. Jesus, God, Brandon. Okay. Hershey bar, in general, a plain Hershey bar. No way. Cookies and cream. I love the Hershey's cookie and cream. I really do. But a Kit Kat. There's a lot going in on it. And yeah, you crack it apart, you bite it. Let's let's keep the Kit Kat going. Kit Kat is gonna be moving on. Leah. Oh my gosh, give me a break. Kit Kats all taste stale. Every Kit Kat I've ever oh. had in my life tasted stale to me. Chris already knew what I was gonna pick here. <laughs> Because whenever I'm having a rough day, I will randomly find a Hershey bar, like a full-size Hershey bar, in my lunchbox or my purse from my wonderfully thoughtful husband because he knows how much I love a good Hershey bar. One day, I'll make it up to Hershey, PA, because that is where I belong. Those are my people. I don't need your Dove. I don't need your Ghirardelli or whatever it is. I just need a good old-fashioned Hershey bar, and I am happy. So I'm really like looking forward to going out Halloween candy trick-or-treating with you all like one day because you can just throw all the Hershey bars at me because you guys and your refined palates apparently are too good for the Hershey bar I'm not I'm not too good for the Hershey bar give them all to me my vote's gonna be for the Hershey bar Hershey bar manages to pick up a point and I'm pissed that it's not moving forward because <laughs> oh. all, all of them all, all of them in the universe are all stale Leah I, I'm sorry I almost did it I almost pushed Hershey bar I, I almost did a significant amount of money on Hershey's, much more than I've ever spent on Kit Kat. He knows so that's, that the, that's that's what he always gives to me when I'm having a bad day. Like, that's what he picks up for me. So, whatever. Let's just keep going. Jeff, Jeff would you like to voice your your thoughts on... <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean... He made it very clear that he is anti-Hershey. I think my biggest concern in all of this is now that Chris has outed himself, uh, uh, Leah's going to realize that the only reason she's getting all these Hershey bars is because he hates them and discards them anyways. And I don't care. Um, to me. I don't care how I do so, <laughs> so I there are some uh there are some semantics I want to point out here before I cast my vote. Uh because there there could be some people out there, uh people like me who know too much about candy um the problem is is that we're voting for a hershey's bar versus a kit kat which although was not created nor worldwide is produced by hershey's is licensed and produced by the reese's company which is a division of the hershey's company within the united states that being said 
if anyone were to try to fight me and tell me that the Reese's chocolate and the Kit Kat chocolate is the same chocolate that they put in those awful Hershey's bars, ha, we're going to have some words. There is no room in this world for more Hershey's bars. It's got to go. Kit Kat all the way. Kit Kat is moving on. And our last matchup of this portion of the bracket is candy corn (laughs) versus peanut M&Ms. Mike. So last week, as as the dedicated panelist that I am, I I decided to prepare for this bracket by doing a little experiment. I lit a candle. I let it burn for a little while until the wax dripped off. And then after the melted wax had dried, I sprinkled some sugar on top of it, rolled it into a little cone, and ate it. And, ate it. and I'm, wouldn't you know it, it had the same basic consistency as candy corn and maybe just a little <laughs> bit more flavor. Look, all right, I'm not genu- generally given to overstatement here on this podcast, but anyone who chooses candy corn in this matchup should be committed to a mental institution if not drawn and quartered in the public square. I do not understand why this conical orange, yellow, and white abomination continues to be inflicted on mankind. This is peanut M&Ms all day, and if we don't talk about it more later, I might have to commit harikari. That was beautiful, Mike. Passionate as always. Brandon. Okay. So this is going to be a very debatable one for me. I'm not a fan at all of candy corn. But when you think about what candy for Halloween has been around and really signifies Halloween, candy corn does. Do I like it? No. But I am a very big sports fan. And I told you guys this. And I like all different types of sports. I even watch a little bit of NASCAR. And Kyle Busch drives the peanut M&M car. I hate him with a passion. <laughs> he is an absolute douche bag. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, Kyle Busch, numerous people like that. So because of my hatred for Kyle Busch, Candy corn will go on for one more round for me. And then that's it. That I will allow. <laughs> yes. Candy corn ma- managing to pick up a point. Leah. Okay. Well, Mike, you can draw and quarter me like one of your French girls because candy corn is not <laughs> <laughs> oh. That kid, I love corn. (laughs) Yeah, so candy corn, it's iconic. Um, It usually is iconic because it is so divisive. Most people hate it. There are some people who love it. Um, I honestly have no desire to eat in either of these two candies. Um, But the look of candy corn, candy corn in itself is so synonymous with fall that it is going to get my vote. And also because peanut M&Ms are the worst kind of M&Ms, just ask any kid out there. You guys are crazy. We must be in the twilight zone at this point because candy corn has taken the lead. (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Bring us back, please. 
with all of the kids, including my two daughters, who well, completely I, disagree. Anyway. I think it's important that we touch on a few things here. Uh, most importantly, Pub Trivia Experience now has a hard stance on NASCAR. Um, <laughs> I couldn't pick Kyle Bush out of a lineup. It's just a legitimate reason. I just reason had to, to put that out thing. there. I'm well, not a big okay. NASCAR fan. Because I have some information to add to that. Because what's important to note is that we've already discussed M&M's. And what happens is, while you may hate the peanut M&M car, what's more important to note is that the M&M car is the one that ran into Dale Earnhardt when he died on this crash. Um, Sterling Marlin. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Schrader, actually. Oh, it was Kenny Schrader. But, Kenny Schrader. But uh, now that we've noted that, there is one car... That stands out amongst the rest. I don't even want to mention this other candy's name because to me, it I, I don't understand how it is still attached to Halloween. I don't. There's not a majority of people that enjoy this candy. There are the outliers that enjoy it. And sure, there might people be people that enjoy it more than peanut M&Ms. And those people... I'm sorry to them. Uh, peanut M&M's has no right to be a 13 seed in my eyes. Candy Corn earned it on the fact that it has sucked the life out of Halloween everywhere. You show up to someone's house and they've got a stale old bowl of that just sitting out, just free for everyone to rummage their grubby little fingers through. I mean, come on, people. It's not great. Let's get into the 21st century. Let's have... A great candy. And that's going to be peanut M and M's. Peanut M peanut M and M's ties it up. Would anyone like to sway Chris with a buzzer beater? I hate Kyle Bush. <laughs> <laughs> He's a douchebag. Oh. Terrible Las Vegas human being. <laughs> Chris. Unless that qualifies as a buzzer beater, I'll take it. But I think it did. <laughs> All right, Brandon, Brandon has, I don't care. Well done. No, well, buzzer well, beater. well swept in, Brandon. Yep. Chris, you would hate him too. If you probably know who he is. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Chris, bring us home. I'm a little shocked that Kyle Bush doesn't drive for the Bush light car, but you know, hey, I figure it's NASCAR. There's gotta be a Bush light car out there somewhere. There is. <laughs> it's not Kyle Bush. That's a missed opportunity. Just throwing that out there. It's his uh, brother, so, I think. I did some digging. I need everyone to do me a favor. I need you to pull out your cell phones. If you're driving, wait till you get to a stoplight. No, actually, wait till you park and like get out of the car and all that. But yeah, once you say FDA.gov, and I want you to click on food. And there's a place on there to, to report a concern. And I want everyone to go ahead and report a concern because there is no way that eating candle wax is healthy. It's not possible. Candy corn is nasty. My wife and I apparently have very differing opinions on candy uh, because peanut M&M's are freaking delightful. I love peanut M&M's. I do not like regular M&M's. Uh, peanut M&M's are the second best M&M flavor there is next to, of course, peanut butter M&M's, which are inferior to Reese's Pieces. We're not here to have that conversation. Peanut M&M's gets my vote. Candy corn, please get the hell out of my, out of my candy oh. bowl. That is the one I will either. I will not eat candy corn. And Peanut M&M's is going to pick up the win and is moving on. We're going to head over to the last portion 
of our bracket, we've got the sixth seed of Butterfingers taking on the 11th seed of Three Musketeers. And I don't know where we left off. Brandon. Let's hear from Brandon. So going back to sports again, March Madness tournament. I love the Cinderella's very much. Three Musketeers is so close to my fucking heart. I don't get why it's a 13 seed, but Three Musketeers is going a far way in this tournament. Moving on. Three Musketeers picks up its first point. Leah. Gosh, thank God Brandon is on this bracket because the rest of you guys are nuts. Um, I love me a nougat. So it's so satisfying how smooth a Three Musketeer is to eat. A Butterfinger is flavorful, I guess, but I'm not on board the flavors that it's putting out there. So all for one and one for all, I'm going with the Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers picks up its second point. Jeff? Yeah, I am... I actually kind of think this one is a little bit hard. They're both, I would say, quality second-tier candies. Um, they're never going to be the first one I grab for, but if they're there, I wouldn't mind eating them. Uh, my only problem with them is Butterfinger is terrible on the teeth, and Three Musketeers feels like something you would give to someone who doesn't have teeth. <laughs> so I feel like one just leads to the other uh, at some point. Um that being said, I think that for me, um, while Lee agrees with everything, um, I prefer nuts and peanut butter and everything that's going to be put into it. Um, I don't know that I enjoy eating a Butterfinger straight up, but I know that I enjoy it like hell when it's in a uh, fucking, what's that thing called? A blizzard. A blizzard. See, you knew what the answer yeah. was because you know that it's the correct blizzard. It's it fine. Um but I'm going to go ahead and give my vote to Butterfinger. Butterfinger picking up its first point. Chris. Uh, so I, I'll be honest with y'all. Uh, this is the one that I didn't have figured out because I love both these candies. I love Butterfingers because uh, one of the things people hate about Butterfingers is that they get stuck in your teeth. I love the fact that I can go back after a Butterfinger like 10 minutes later, pick some chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, candy. no. It is delicious. Chris. <laughs> But in the, I'm going to tell you all, in this case, like, consider me D'Artagnan because I want a Three Musketeers. Oh I want God. a Three Musketeer bar. They're smooth. It's a really smooth case. It's a really smooth taste. I like it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Consider me Tim McGraw. Three Musketeers gets my vote. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Three. Chris. I got a country music reference and a literature reference in one. He's oh, so proud of that. I am. <laughs> Three Musketeers is going to pick up the win, but we still need to know what Mike has to say. He may be proud of that, but Alexandre Dumas, he is not. He is a Dumas, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to Chris Bull's the literary reference. So I'm going to throw a movie reference right back at him and I'm going to quote Tallahassee from Zombieland. It's not the taste. It's the consistency. That's what that's the issue with Butterfinger. The, it's why the butter. It's why the Butterfinger Crunch is better. It's why the Butterfinger Bites are better. The full candy that when you bite into it, it's this. It's a there's a weirdness to that crunch that just doesn't quite work for me. 
Um, I, th- I think it's because like with, with the, with the blizzard or with the bites, the crunch can be focused to the back of the mouth to, to your molars, as opposed to the front of your mouth, like when you had to get it with in your front teeth. I don't know. This, this is very weird. It doesn't really matter. I like three musketeers. It, it's nougaty goodness. It's, it's a very, it's a very smooth candy bar. A lot of candy bars, you know, they're, they, they mix in the peanuts and they mix in the caramel and which I love and don't get me wrong there at all. We'll be seeing a lot more of that in subsequent votes, but there's a, there's a smoothness to three musketeers that I find very appealing. Uh, it's gooey, nougaty, chocolatey goodness. I'm a little disappointed that the three musketeers was originally so called as we learned on a previous episode of pub trivia experience call back to like, I don't know, probably almost a hundred episodes ago and cross promotion. But we learned on a previous episode that the three musketeers was so called because there were three different varieties. There was the vanilla variety, the strawberry variety and the chocolate variety. They could have called it Neapolitan. They didn't, they called it three musketeers, whatever. doesn't matter. I would love to go back and have the vanilla and the strawberry varieties too, because I think that consistency of that candy is so good. The chocolate is the only one that apparently survived past that initial phase. Doesn't matter. It's delicious. It gets my vote. Yes, I'm the long-winded one. Moving on. Three Musketeers is moving on. And our next matchup is the three seed of Hot Tamales versus the 14 seed of Tootsie Rolls. Leah. Ugh, do I have to eat one of them? Ugh, okay. Okay, fine. I'm going to begrudgingly choose the root beer of the candy industry and go for a Tootsie Roll, but I'm definitely not happy about it. <laughs> Tootsie Roll picking up a point. Jeff. I'm I'm still not quite sure how the root beer barrels aren't the root beer of the candy industry, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I'm kind of actually with Lee on this one. If given the option, can I have neither? Um, I will say, however, that all of those candies that come in those boxes, the hot tamales, the Mike and Rikes, the dots, I'm not here for them. Uh, I don't enjoy them at all. Uh, I don't know that I would eat a Tootsie Roll anymore, really, uh, if given the option. But if you put one or the either in front of me, I'm probably going to go with the Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll for me. Tootsie Roll picking up at second point. Chris? To quote the iconic group called the 69 Boys, let me see that Tootsie Roll. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard that's the only lyric from that song I know. I'm willing to bet it's probably not as wholesome as I want it to be. (laughs) No, no. What? I'm not eating a hot tamale. Sorry. That's another one that's being left in the bag and I'm throwing it away. Uh, I'm not a huge Tootsie Roll fan, but you know what I like about Tootsie Rolls is that you get them in the variety of sizes. So you can get like the the long, thin stick. You can get the short, fat stick. You can get the really, really little stick. I'm not making myself sound any better here. We're going Tootsie Roll and I'm out. Tootsie Roll is going to win this round. Boys still need to hear from Mike and Brandon. Mike? Chris, you make a good point about the different sizes of Tootsie Roll. But cinnamon is wonderful. And cinnamon is underrepresented in the pantheon of Halloween candy. I do like a good Tootsie Roll, but in terms of chocolate Halloween candies, it's low on the totem pole. Hot tamales is all there is for a cinnamon for, it's basically like a non-alcoholic fireball. It's good. You know, I enjoy it. I enjoy myself a good hot tamale. (sighs) Can I vote for it over Tootsie Roll? Tootsie Roll is clearly more iconic. 
I don't know. You mentioned the '69 boys. I've got, I've got Neil Young on my side. He wrote Cinnamon Girl. <laughs> I've got the Long Winters. They wrote Cinnamon. Um, no one's ever heard that song besides me, but that's all right. Um, and we canceled John Roderick anyway for something stupid. So whatever. Um, can I do that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Tootsie Roll's already moving on anyway. I'm giving my vote to Hot Tamale. Hot Tamale gets a sympathy vote from Mike. Brandon. I can't stand either. Um, I don't know how Hot Tamale is a three seed on this bracket. What crazy people in this country enjoy Hot Tamales on a regular basis? <laughs> um, Texas. Texas. Uh, my soon-to-be fiancé is from Texas. I don't think she likes them. Do you like Hot Tamales? No. No. Okay. Uh, Tootsie Roll. <laughs> are very, very, they're very iconic. Tootsie Rolls are very iconic. Tootsie Rolls are moving on. Three Musketeers are going to crush it. So keep it going. Tootsie Roll moving on. And our next matchup is Snickers versus Swedish Fish. Jeff. So I have to admit something. I have railed upon the chewy gummy candy before. And while I will try to fight semantics on the fact that Swedish fish are not the same type of gummy candy that you would consider a gummy candy to be, uh, there's definitely a difference in uh, my mind that I want there to be. Um, I actually do enjoy Swedish fish. I think they're they're pretty solid. Um, they do have a problem where uh, I don't think they're popular enough and they sit around for a while and then you find a bag and they're like really hard. And then I'm sorry, going on a weird tangent. Uh, nothing else matters. Snicker is perfect and it's going to move on every day in my life forever. Uh, Snickers. Chris. Uh, so I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole here. Um, the I, I, What I can't figure out is I can't figure out what flavor Swedish fish are. I have no idea what that flavor profile is. I just know that I don't like it. Apparently, the flavor profile is something called the lingonberry. L-I-N-G-O-N-B-E-R-R-Y. <laughs> Favorite of all of our berries. Blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, lingonberries. Uh, they're not good. They're not. Snickers. Oh, boy. is my favorite candy bar. Snickers gets my vote. Snickers picks up a second point. Mike. I actually enjoy Swedish fish. I think they've got pretty good flavor. They, I think their their consistency is pretty good from a chewy candy perspective. But Snickers is a seven seed. This is ridiculous. I was literally like, I was literally saying goodnight to my wife, saying I'm going upstairs to do this boozy bracketology thing. She, she, I hadn't even showed her the bracket, so she had no idea. But she knew I was, she knew it was best Halloween candy. And as I'm walking up, she says, "Hey, for the record, Snickers gets my vote, and it gets mine too. Certainly for this round. I don't know how it's going to play moving forward, but yeah, Snickers all the way." Snickers is going to be moving on, but we still need to hear from Brandon and Leah. Brandon. Yes, yeah, Snickers, I don't get why it's a seven seed. I thought it would be like in the top three. Um, I like Snickers. I don't eat it all the time. But those commercials are amazing. Those Super Bowl commercials that they do. And the one that gets me every time. I grew up in Miami in the 90s. Hurricane Andrew, everything. My grandmother and I would watch the Golden Girls and drink coffee 
and Betty White on a football field. A guy gets called Betty White, and there she appears. Don't be Betty White. And he insults her. It, that was amazing. I love Betty White. Rest in peace. Snickers is moving on. Leah. So I actually don't get all the hype that's around a Snickers bar. It does not leave me satisfied like the commercials say it will. Um, but I would say that it probably fulfills cravings that I have more than a Swedish fish would. So I guess I'm having to go for a Snickers. Um, a Swedish fish just seems like it's more of a toy than a candy. So uh, I'll go with Snickers on this one, even though I don't like it as much as the rest of the world does, apparently. Snickers is going to sweep Swedish fish right out of this bracket. And we're moving on to our last matchup of the night. We've got Starburst at the two seed, taking on Airheads in the 15 spot. Chris. This one's actually not an easy pick because I genuinely enjoy both of these candies. Uh, I will say this. This is where my decision is going to come down to is there are flavors of one of these candies that I will not actively seek out and I don't like, whereas there's flavors of the other candy that doesn't matter what flavor comes up and then eat it. I love the fact that when I married my wife, she only eats two types of Starburst candies. They happen to be two of my favorites, but she only eats two types of Starburst candies. So when my wife gets a Starburst pack, she'll eat about half that pack. And then guess what? This guy gets the other half. Love it. I love Starburst. Uh, Starburst, the, the worst thing I can say about Starburst is that they're a pain in the neck to open. Because it's always that you have to open the one pack and they're all still individually wrapped. You got to open up the other pack. And the, you, you, you got to get your fingernails under it to get them open. That's a pain in the neck. Other than that, it's delicious. Delicious candy. Starburst gets my vote. Starburst picking up, Starburst picking up its first point. Mike. You know, Chris makes an excellent point about how difficult Starburst is to open. I bite my nails. It's it's a bad habit. And possibly the single greatest inspiration to break that habit is so that I can have sufficient fingernails to open up a Starburst. Because Starburst is the best Halloween fruit candy that there is. All of the flavors are great. I, some people prefer some to others. I prefer some to others, but there's none. Mm, I mean, orange is the lowest on totem pole, my opinion, but I'm still not throwing it away. I'm still popping that puppy open and eating it. If you ever open a pack, because usually for Halloween candy, they come in the packages of two. If you open a pack and it's too orange, there might be a vague sense of disappointment, but you're never sad if you see a starburst in there. Because when you open it up, it's going to be a big surprise. You know, maybe you'll get lucky and you'll get two strawberry and then you're on top of the world. This is Starburst all day for me. And honestly, it wasn't close. Starburst gets another point. Brandon. So, Mike, you made a good point. Halloween, you go. A family has Starburst. You might get like all those crappy, shitty flavors. <laughs> But you might get that really cool rich family who has a whole setup of all the different airhead flavors. And you get to bite into an airhead and just chew it around like tobacco in your mouth. And the flavor is just very juicy. And it's kind of like gum and terrible for your teeth. But airhead, keep the Cinderella going. Ooh. Airhead's picking up a point. Leah. 
All right, so first I'm going to complain about being on here with my husband because he took like all my talking points. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I'm i just going to read what I have. Here's my complaint against the Starburst is that everyone I know, which apparently is not the case apparently, has two favorite flavors. Mine are red and orange. But like my friend Keely at work, shout out to Keely, who's never going to listen to this, loves the pink and the yellow. So we are a perfect match. So when we're at school and we have the Starburst, we just know we divvy them out and it's perfect for, for both of us. We're both really, really happy. Um, but if it's just me at home and I get those little Halloween two packs and for in my Halloween basket and I know I will never eat the pink or the yellow. So I will be disappointed if I open it up and I see two yellows. That's worst case scenario. If I see two, two pinks, that's also a bad scenario because I will like not even try them. I will not eat them at all. So my complaint against the Starburst is that on a good day, if there's four, I, you know, one of each color, I'm only getting half of my bang for my buck, I guess. So it's not a good financial investment. But with that said, if I get an orange, if I get a red, they're so juicy and so delicious. I don't care if I'm taking a gamble on what's going to be on the inside. The prospect of getting an orange or a red excites me so much. I'm going to choose that risk because of that reward at the end. So I'm going to go with Starburst. Oh, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were so in sync most of this time, and then we just kind of have to end it you on that. You talked airheads up so much earlier. <laughs> Starburst is going to be moving on, but we still need to hear from Jeff. But do we? I'm really, I'm really glad that you guys didn't give this to me because I have nothing good to say about either of these. Uh, <laughs> again, how are we? Starbursts are just slightly better now and later's. They're not great candy. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure why they have uh, lasted all these years. And, I mean, we're really going on about airheads. I mean, it's really no different than just putting another tongue in your mouth and chewing around for a while. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be smooth and sweet, yet there's still somehow a grittiness to them. I mean, come on. Airheads are not good. Um, I guess one has to go get beat by Snickers, and why shouldn't it be Starburst? <laughs> You're picking Starburst, Jeff? I don't want to either, but I'm going with Starburst. <laughs> there we go. Please don't make me eat either. Marissa's <laughs> uh, like, even though it doesn't matter, you're still sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> Just Starburst is moving on. That wraps up the second half of the bracket. We've got three Musketeers, Tootsie Rolls, Snickers, and Starburst moving on. Before we leave you for the night, I'm going to pass it over to Chris, and he can tell you where to find us. Hey, everybody. So if you're enjoying the obviously wrong opinions that we're giving you here tonight, a couple things you can do. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash PTEBB. That's our exclusive home for all of our bonus content, not just for Boozy Directology, but for the pub trivia experience as well. Um, if you enjoy what we do, that is the best place to do that. Uh, if you've got the financial means to do so, if you don't have the financial means to do so, like I get it. Like, times are still tough for a lot of people. Five-star rating, write us a review. That would be absolutely awesome of you. If you know of someone that you think might like the random bullcrap that we bring you on a monthly basis, have us out on the car with them. Let, them. let them listen and make their own opinions. And I guarantee their opinions will be severely different than some of ours. Uh, if you want to interact with us, Patreon. No, wow, Patreon. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> Bourbon, whiskey, good stuff. Uh, you can head on over to Facebook, The Lounge, Fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bractology. Uh, that's our Facebook group. We are on there on a regular basis. Come say hello. 
uh, on it for a more regular, like a chat feature, ptebb.com slash discord. Join our discord server. We are on there literally all day when we should be working. Legitimately <laughs> should be working, but we're not. We're on there just talking to our friends and having a good time. That's the best place to do that. Um, Mike, before, before I, I, I've got to, I've got to throw this over to you real quick. Tell them about the shirt that you're wearing and where they can buy that because I genuinely love that shirt. Oh God! Um, you, now you're, you're expecting me to remember where I bought this. Um, I think I just went over to ptbb.com right and followed the links. But uh, yeah, ptbb.com, pub Jerv experience, boozy bracketology. This was an offhand comment I made like a year plus ago, and our my esteemed colleague Jeff Gore goes, "That's a friggin' T-shirt," <laughs> and it says. I'll, it says our wrongness is part of our charm in big, bold letters across the front. Uh, I, I love this shirt. I, I bought it. Final, I finally got around to buying it. Uh, they're super comfortable. Uh, if you haven't packed on a couple pounds like I have and don't underestimate your size, especially I'm sure they're super comfortable, but even honestly, even then like I've been wearing this the whole time. It's fantastic. Uh, definitely, definitely check that out They're They're really good shirts. Uh, the quality is great. Uh, I've run this through the laundry a few times. It hasn't shrunk. I'm just getting bigger because I'm drinking too much beer and eating too much of my daughter's leftover food because they don't eat. So <laughs> I'll confirm that for a, for a rather for a, a bigger gentleman on the show. Um, I have got a, I think I'm at a two X. They fit like a two X, like they're legit good sizes. So you yeah, will, for sure. you will like them. Um, and I've had mine for over a year now. I've run through the wash many times. Uh, whenever I go to a comic con, I'm repping my pub trivia experience in my boozy bracketology shirt. I go to quite a few cons, so uh, yeah, nerd. Okay, Marissa, back to you. I'm done. <laughs> Well, thank you everyone for listening tonight. Join us next time where we get into the round of 16 and we hope to find, no, we will find the champion and the best Halloween candy. I've been your host. I am Marissa. I'm Mike. I'm Brandon. I'm Leah. I'm Jeff. And I'm Chris. Have a good night, everyone. Did your headphones disconnect by any chance? You're really, really light. No? I'm you right can here. hear them just fine? I have no issue. Did I your headphones dis- disconnect by chance? Yeah. Whoa, there's a second person. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Can you yeah, guys hear me? Yeah, 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 you, 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 you kind of had a just, second head there for a second. No, it might have been me. might have been my side. Hello, oh, other heads. person in Brandon's room. Airheads. <laughs> No, there's somebody else in Brandon's room. Brandon, are you supposed to be alone in the house right now? If not, that's a little yeah. creepy. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we're not doing a horror film bracket. Yeah, no, that's not happening. I mean, the lighting does kind of look horror film. <laughs> it does, it does, right? Yeah. yeah. It's good aesthetic. <clears throat> All right.